What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to episode 41 of the Mid Catch Up Podcast with your host, Lofton, aka Mr. Hazadonis, and my co host, Rajim. Go ahead, man. Just to make it happen, man, all day. What's up? What's good? And once again, we always bring in the perspective. This one is uh, going to be a doctor soon. So we brought in the perspective of <laughs> Ms. Melissa down below, everybody. Welcome, welcome. To yeah. The it's been a, while. It's been, a, been a while since you've been up it's in here. But it, we always will have you come back. And, uh, and 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 speak the word to us and give us some education. <laughs> we ain't that smart out here. That's why we doing a podcast. So we, you know, what I'm saying you gotta give us give us some education oh, out here. So <laughs> it's all good, all good for everybody out here. Once again, everybody that's out there, we're doing this on a different day than we normally do. We're gonna try to get back onto our regular schedule that Sunday at six. But today, Wednesday, we had to jump in there and give y'all a little something, our little perspective of everything that's been going on out there in the world. So, uh, once again, we got to start off one of my favorites, and uh, this this has been hurting me because it's been during the week, and everybody got to really go to work, and you're already tired, <laughs> but we got the drink of the day has been doing this thing, and unfortunately, for me, the drink of the day, I had to hydrate again, man. I've been on a <laughs> hydrate train, and it's... We got to get back to the Sundays, man. Like the Sundays is it. But right now I got to hydrate. It's the middle of the week. I got to make sure the brain's right. So I just got me some sparkling peach uh, water here. These mugs are nice and uh, yummy. Um, so that's what I'm getting all. So Roz, man, what you got for the drink of the day? So look, man. Hey, I switched it up this week, man. Um, I like that, that amaretta taste. You know what I'm saying? That, that. So I went and got me some, uh, look. Oh. From De Serrano. Oh, let's get it. Yeah. Uh, on the, uh, on the rocks. Uh, my own boy <laughs> says, hey, my own boy says, says a little too, is a little, little too sweet, <laughs> sweet, but hey, you know what I'm saying? I like sweet drinks, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I've been a fan of the amaretto. And opposed, opposed to poison. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, hey, as long as the poison tastes you good, like I, I don't, I don't really like the taste of amaretto too much. Yeah, I'm, I'm but, a... yeah. but uh, for me, I have the essential water nine point. Hey, there you go. With a packet of some hydroxy cut berry that is an appetite suppressant. I usually drink this throughout the day, and and I even have a liquid protein that I sometimes put inside of these. Okay, that, that is dissolves clear and it doesn't taste funky or anything like that but yeah that's what i'm drinking <laughs> all right well Eric, we got we got two out of the three hydrating today and <laughs> surprisingly it's me as one of the hydrators but anybody out there that got things going on you know what i'm saying i try everybody trying to do the thing um i know uh you know based on what melissa was talking about with the drinks and the uh, protein drinks, man. I feel like everybody is turning. It's like turning into the Matrix. You know when uh, uh, what's my man? When Neo gets out of the Matrix and he's on the ship, and everybody just starts dr drinking and eating porridge all the time, and that's all <laughs> that people are doing. I feel like more people are doing that now. It's just like water, or I don't put my meal in a bottle, and now that's all they doing is just drinking it, or you know, saying or whatnot. So. 
you know, everybody. They're like water, um, like dissolvable little balls, and you can pop mm. them in your mouth, and the outside is like, I don't know, rice paper or something like that, and it dissolves in your mouth, and it's water. But yeah, oh. if you had like a little nutrient ball, then all you had to do wow. is put that in your mouth, and poof, that'd be great. People getting tired of eating. A, a post-workout. <laughs> but that's that's too much work now you know people so busy hey man maybe hey ross you should get on that you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it you doing it you got the jobs man yeah. you got all the jobs you be like you all you need is one of those and you can keep it pushing <laughs> you know what I mean? up, Ron. hook it up we need I, some got, water balls. I got enough jobs i ain't trying to add no more <laughs> <laughs> i got it. I got well, no business. Uh, Let's get it water balls. What's the what's the guy's name who um who was the rapper, actor? He was on Mike Wahlberg. He um oh, okay, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark, I, I said Mike. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he has his own water as well. He's on the water game. I forget which one it is. It's not Essentia, but it's one of those. That's probably, and that's, yeah. where, that's where the money's at, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. He yeah. donated so many to the soldiers or something like that. I remember reading the article. So I wish I could get them in the water game. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be it, man. Sell some, some bottled water. Those people that's just selling that boy out the tap, they making that dope. Mm -hmm. That was the, that the biggest hustle in the world right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> something you need to survive. Hey, for sure, for sure. Charge you $20 outside the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, we're going to keep it pushing everybody out there. We're going to hit this uh, news of the it's week like, that's popping up. Hey, we're going to sell water holes. Hey. Hey. Is he frozen or is it just me? He's like. <laughs> yeah, he got, a, he got a little froze on the, on the connect right now, you know, so. Uh, well, we're gonna keep it pushing on to the uh, to the drink or not the drink of the day, we're gonna keep it pushing on to the news of the week as we got on there. So, we're gonna show this uh, news of the week if you see what's happening right now on the news of the week. Uh, I want to do the first, and our first one is up is that we've got to say rest, rest in peace to uh, De La Soul rapper. Trey God the Dub. Um, he was only 53 years old. He did have a history of uh, heart problems. And uh, it's one of those things that's really tough out there. And, you know, just like everybody else, you got to make sure that you're taking care of your body, taking care of your health. It could have been genetic, things of that nature. Um, you know, that Long Island trio of De La Soul, man, they first amused, uh, uh, arrived on the scene. Uh, back in 88, you had Three Feet High and Rising was naming an album. And, I, you know, it had one of the big hits, Me, Myself and I, which was always spinning on MTV. I remember that when I was a kid and whatnot oh, yeah. out there getting it popping. They also had other albums. Uh, De La Soul was Dead in 91, Mind State in 93, and Stakes is High in 96. So, uh, you know, rest in, rest in peace, yes, uh, Dragon the Dove, uh, you know, rapper from uh, De La Soul. Uh, he was only 54 years old. Uh, hey, Melissa, talk to me. Uh, what What do you remember, recall? Do you have any good memories from uh, hearing some De La Soul or, or just their unique style? It was just uh, that song that you mentioned, Me, Myself, and I. I. I just remember bumping that when I was a kid and when I was visiting one of my aunts. And it just brings back a lot of really good memories, just like, you know, vibing and stuff with um, with family. 
but it's it's been a long time and i you know really i don't i don't recall any other songs that stand out to me from them but um i'm sure there are a lot of really great hits that i just don't know of but yeah i was doing a little research on um cardiovascular disease and in 10 that the congestive heart failure accounts for about 10 percent of cardiovascular disease um issues and Every 40 seconds in the United States, there's someone that dies from a heart attack or gets a heart attack every 40 wow. seconds. And that's kind of crazy statistics when you think about it. And 54 is very, very young. But yeah, it kind of makes me think, man, I'm already 41 years old. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you stand on it. You know what I mean? You know, that, uh, you know, we all, we all army vets and that PT meant something. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, I always got to. Got to stay on it. And, you know, for, uh, you know, for uh, those that are in the military and whatnot, you know, uh, it's partly to be able to do the job. And it's partly, you know, the military is trying to keep uh, health costs down, you know, because they are like, well, if you in shape and you're, you know, making sure that you're eating right and is eating That's as best true. as possible, you know, they're like, hey, you don't really go to the doctor as much. You don't really have to, you know, as if you were not doing those things uh, sure. and uh, sure. still a part of it. So it's a, it's twofold out there, you know, so you got to make sure that you're taking care of your body. Hey, Roz, uh, what, what type of uh, memories or, or, or perspective you have on, uh, on De La Soul and, and, and Trey God, uh, Trey, Trey gone the duck. Well, you know, I mean, honestly, man, that was around my era of hip hop. Like, um, cause I'm, I'm already 50 and, you know, De La Soul was around that era where, Funk and hip hop kind of clashed, you know, because you had people like De La Soul, you had Diggable Planets, you had, you know, a lot of these um, rappers that were clashing jazz with with hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So Guru. when I think about Guru, yeah, Guru Damager, all these all these cats, man, they were, and I mean the Roots, mm -hmm. you know, they were clashing, they were clashing, you know, jazz with hip hop, and just like we do as people of color. You know, we we create a sound, man, and De La Soul had their own sound. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we had a little and, bit of funk vibes in some of their too. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so, me being a young hip hop artist, a young a young rapper, you know, I was always looking for an angle to come in to get in the game. You know, um, I know as an artist, you kind of fall into your own, but um, you know, just just growing up on on De La Soul and that that whole era of music, man, still like like Melissa said, it takes you back. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, and, it, and it's something we don't talk about a lot. And I'm glad she spoke about it. You know, um, heart disease and stuff like that, man. And it, it's, it's real, you know? And, you know, we, we, we don't talk a lot about it. We, we, you know, the industry of food is made to um, keep us sick, you know? And that's just my opinion. I was like, these, these are thoughts, of, these are opinions of my own, but the the industry i mean like for example in the and this is in the u.s perfect example i lived overseas 12 years um and i was gone for i mean that's a long time i had a i had a physical probably about three months before i came back to the u.s perfectly healthy right got back to the u.s within a year i was diabetic you know and it's just it, it it's it's terrible how this country keeps people sick and we, we, we miss it. It's right in front of our eyes, yeah. you know, and it's all about the money and we don't speak about heart disease and congestion. My dad has congestive heart failure, but you know, it's one of the things to where it's easier, it's cheaper to go out and buy something that's going to kill you than it is something to buy something that's going to keep you healthy. And that's not how, you know, 
um, growing up and how being, you know, being raised on, you know, hearty food, like, you know, collard greens and, you yeah. know, pig feet and, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and pork chops and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's in our genetics, it's in our system, it's in, it's in what we know. But, you know, when we start talking about it, we can save more people if, you know, we get more, more of uh, people of color, you know, into eating healthier, like Melissa saying, she's drinking water. You know, that's, that's a huge part of your everyday activity is drinking water. People don't understand. I know so many people that won't drink water. Oh, yeah. You know? I drink one of these around all day, every day. Big yeah, old yeah. thing. And, you know, I put my little drink packets in here and fill this it's baby a, it, up every day. It's a day. lifestyle. Yeah, it's a, it's it a lifestyle is. that you have to you have to adopt. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a lifelong, you know, mission. It's not, oh, I'm going to drink water this week, see how I go. It's, just, it's a lifelong mission. Get all that junk out your system. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's like a bare essential. But yep. you're right. Yeah, the diet exactly. that exercise, and we think sometimes we're invincible. You know what I mean? Just like exactly, you know, yep. being athletic and stuff like that. I'm I'm far from athletic now, but um, my husband he does work out pretty regularly, much more than I do. But you know, sometimes I have to be like, hey, you can't outwork. Uh, you know, eating that bad stuff or you know, borderline metabolic syndrome is very real, and that's mm -hmm. your precursor to diabetes. So make sure that little elevation that might be on this physical this year might be full-blown diabetes next year. And you might be drinking those sugar-free sodas, and he gave them up completely. No soda at all because, you know, it still has the sugar alcohols in it, even if it says sugar-free. And yeah. you know, mm -hmm. just can't metabolize that stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a matter of, you know, some people think, hey, if I work out, I'll be able to work off all that burger that I just ate or that sodas that I drank and, and I'm fine, but it's the congestive heart failure. Like, um, De La Soul, um, it's, it's one of those things where your blood can't pump hard enough to accommodate your body. So right. you, yeah. you, I mean, you taking breaks here and there working out hardcore this day and next day eating bad. I mean, your body just can't pump it to the rest of the body to uh, uh, compensate for what right. you're doing. So it's not exactly. a matter of, you know, just, just doing right sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, I need to practice more what I preach because Lord knows I've gone a yo-yo way over the years. But yeah, I'm with, but I'm with I you. Yeah. I do try. And it. Yeah. yeah, and it happens. We have to, it's not how many times you, you know, you, you get down, it's how many times you get back up. Yes. And like I said, for me, I've been up and down, you know, um, like I haven't been in the gym since like last week, but I get so busy and I get so, you know, things, life happens, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. it's like still, I want to find time to at least take a walk or, you know, mm -hmm. go to the gym or whatever. So, but the fact that we, I think the fact that we've all come from military background, our bodies were conditioned at some point to be healthier. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and we have to continue to um, build on that because a lot of people that never exercise in their life, you know, they once they start exercising, you know, it's not the same results, yeah. you know, because everybody's not used to that. So, yeah. but anyway, sorry, I got off track, but yeah, man. Um, like I said, that's it's, it's unfortunate. My condolences to the family, man. Um, it's always always sad to lose a member of the culture, lose anyone, of course, but mm -hmm. you know, especially a member of the culture that we all grew up in love. Yeah, it's true. Sure. Too. You know, always always look at health as well. You know, what I'm saying you can't spend the money if you ain't here. So uh, working so hard, working so hard to uh, you know to get it, but then if you ain't here, just because you didn't take care of your body, which is you know I'm saying the one thing that you do have control over, um, you got to be able to take care of that. So 
um, you know, like like Ross said, condolences and uh, you know the uh, the hip hop family out there it hurts hurts uh, once again. You know, uh, for another uh, another good artist that's lost uh, way too young. So we're gonna keep on moving here, and we've got Rihanna's bolt. So uh, the, if, if y'all were out there and y'all saw Rihanna do her thing on the halftime show, you know there was 120 million uh, live television viewers that happened to see it. She was out there levitating and had uh, a billion dancers and whatnot that they was uh, all over all levitating i don't know how high she had to be about 100 120 feet in the air i don't know, maybe even higher than that with uh how high they rose up in the air and stuff like that um it was kind of crazy everything that went on good performance and then you know all of a sudden you see the baby bump and you're like dang she out here performing pregnant doing the thing so it was like that made the the uh the difficulty a little higher and then you know, you had people out there. It was like, "Yo, she pregnant? She gonna go up there two hundred feet in the air and be out there dangling?" You know what I'm saying? You had the folks out there like, "Oh, she endangering the baby." You know what I'm saying? So you had those, and you had uh, you had other people out there saying all type of things. But the performance, was, uh, in my opinion, performance was really good. Um, I enjoyed it. It was uh, reminiscent of all the good songs that she does have. And once again, uh, Mick at your podcast did go four for four on songs uh that she did perform during the uh ah. during the halftime show so yeah. i was in there counting them as she hit them i was like oh shoot we said that one we said that one yeah. so uh so we hit all the uh hit all the songs he had a few more out there that did pretty good as well so uh big ups to uh rihanna of course uh she's been having a great year super bowl we got the 2023 golden globes and oscar nominee for lift me up for the black panther soundtrack so uh doing really good on everything that's happening with her so Talk to me, uh, talk to me, Melissa. Like, what do you, uh, what do you feel like this, this performance? How do you stack this Super Bowl performance, uh, for uh, Rihanna as, as she came out there for it for the Colts? Well, for one, for her to get that spot, I was like, wow, that's awesome. Um, I think it's one of those things where, um, I mean, yeah, a lot of people don't typically see a pregnant person getting on stage and performing like they did before. That's usually when they take a, a back seat to. The limelight when they're when they're pregnant or something like that but i think it's great i mean with with so many controversial topics between pro and abortion rights and states changing legislatures and things like that on women i think it's empowering for her to be up there as a woman with a belly to not look like she's got some kind of disease and can't be doing like what other people are doing so I think that that was an empowering thing to me. I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty awesome. I've always been a fan of her music. I referenced it the last time I was on the show. My particular favorite is that rock star song that she has Slash in there in the mm. video. That's one of my favorite songs from her because she incorporated uh, rock with, with her vibe that she had going on there. And I, was, I thought that was a really good one. But um, I was hoping that they would preview something new. And a lot of people did. More people statistically watch that halftime show than they even watch the Super Bowl. So yeah. that just goes to show you they're really there for the performance, you know, and they wanted to see something phenomenal being brought. But I mean, the snip that I did see looked pretty good to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was like, oh, she's pregnant. At first yeah. glance, I was like, oh man, she's pregnant again. And I was like, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I was like, oh, you know, maybe she's still trying to lose that baby weight. And I was like, no, it's been too long. Yeah. <laughs> Been a been a while there. So yeah. uh yo, Roz, man. So what did you see? I mean, I know uh you, you were probably sitting down watching the game, you know what I'm saying, doing a deal. So what what do you think of uh uh Rihanna's uh, performance there at halftime? I 
Honestly, man, I thought it was great. To be honest with you, um, I think people people have too much power over people that are in the spotlight. You know, this lady, she's still a woman. She's a grown woman. She got a man. You know what I'm saying? They have family. They got money. They can take care of their kids. If this woman want to have 5,000 kids, she can't. You know, but I say that to say this. I say that to say that you're always going to have people to, to come in and troll. You're always going to have people to come in and, you know, have their opinion because they don't have the life themselves or whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Why that, that, that woman can take, you know, I think that when they announced her being the, the performer on the Super Bowl, um, you know, maybe she didn't know she was pregnant, you know, and maybe it was like, maybe there was an option. Okay, well, would you like to still perform or, you know, do you feel you can still perform? And to be real with you, she didn't go hard. Rihanna goes hard when she in you know, like when she performed live and she's not pregnant. She didn't go hard. So it wasn't I don't think it was a, a way she was endangering the baby. And I'm pretty sure that everybody that had something to do with, you know, that situation or that scenario made sure that, you know, her staff made sure that hey, the baby's safe, she's safe, and everything she's doing is gonna be safe. You know what I'm saying? So I'm pretty you know, it's 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 one of the things to where you know, we we as as people sitting at home can say all we want to, but I'm pretty sure everything that was in place that had to be in place to make sure she was safe. You yeah. know, I guarantee you. And then, um, uh, frankly, I'm pissed that the baby got to the Super Bowl before I did because I ain't been to a Super Bowl yet. So <laughs> <laughs> the baby's gonna be like, you know, what I'm saying, how the Super Bowl? I've never been like, to one either. <laughs> yeah, what, what? How many babies can say they was at the Super Bowl before they was even born? Like I was Super Bowl, I wasn't even a day old yet. You know what I'm saying? So like, real talk. You know yeah, so, that's a that's a that's a different perspective there. So uh, you know, the baby made out. So that's that's good stuff, you know, coming into the world doing pretty good. Hit the Super Bowl as well as uh as well as hanging out, you know what I'm saying, with the famous mom and famous dad doing their thing. So uh, you know, my my like I said, in my opinion, yeah, she did a fantastic job, you know, saying you got a lot of people that are out there talking some kind of way um about things i don't think that's a a high percentage at all you know usually the uh spooky wheel gets the gets the uh gets the attention of course so uh you know people like to uh put things out there but hey i think she did a fantastic job hit them songs also you know heard that possibly coming some new music and things like that's going to be coming away and everything so it was kind of like a great rollout you know for you know maybe uh the 2023 2024 time frame that she is the super bowl you know, gets the Fendi out there, you know, doing her thing, got the savage, uh, you know, saying women's uh women's garments out there and then drop some music, man. You know, stock price just keep going, you know what I'm saying? Make yeah, more money, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause she's exactly. uh, I think she's fifty percent, fifty percent owner in uh Fendi and Fendi's right now, I think they had it at two point eight billion dollars. So uh, you know yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they uh, that's that's how they. I think they had a value from what I read on there about two point eight. So hey, you know she uh, she she in the billionaire club out there got wanna, it popping. You know what I'm saying? Doing. I want to let me borrow if she let me borrow three dollars. I mean, you know, <laughs> hey, you gotta get you gotta get Fendi on them hoodies, baby. Yeah, <laughs> be like, let them know what's up, get it popping. So you know, it's uh. <laughs> it's, uh, it's good. She's she's having a successful life and successful things is going on. And hey, hey, that was a uh, spectacular to see her uh, get up there. And you know what 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 her going out there and performing pregnant, um, you know, shows you know shows a lot for you know saying uh, the American audience. Hey, you know, yeah. uh, everybody's still functional. 
in, in those aspects. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can go out there and do your thing. Um, even in those situations, shows the strength of women and stuff like that. So uh, it was it was well, a great look. It was a great look. Right too. Like if if you we're we're ending the right for women to be able to choose to uh, abort a pregnancy or terminate. Um, you're gonna see a lot more pregnant women in the, in the scene of most organizations or most industries. So get used to it. You know what I mean? Because they're gonna be popping mm-hmm. around with valleys all over the place because they don't have the choice to do otherwise. So my only thing is that people put you on the back burner for being old no. and being pregnant. Those are two top things that people look at you like, oh, I don't know. Can they perform like everybody else? I mean, do, do you feel do you feel like this is my question? Because being in the <laughs> army. Yeah. Being in the army. Good. Right. So being yeah. in the army, there was a situation of um, and I had to look at it like this. Either they put themselves on the back burner. Because they go, hey, I'm not going to, because I'm this, I'm not going to participate. And then it, you know what I'm saying? And that was even for, you know, not, not all, but you had some of some females that would be in that situation and would, and would take advantage of some guys that were being guys like, hey, I'll take that for you. And they would take it, you know, take advantage of that or be like, oh, this is too heavy. Cause like, I mean, you know, and just go like, okay. And they just sit on the side while everybody else is kind of doing a deal. Compared to somebody yeah. that participates, and you're like, hey, yeah. I don't think anybody, if you need assistance in any form or fashion, hey, that's finance, blah, blah, blah. And of course, mm-hmm. if it's nothing's going to hurt the kid, as long as you're doing your piece, everybody cool. I don't, I mean, I've never seen anybody just be like, pregnant lady, go sit over there. Dudes, like, I haven't seen that. If you as dudes were, were, you know, every time you just was traveling the world as a military soldier and you, you know, you had a little one eye stand or something like that and you got knocked up. Okay. It happened. But imagine if, if dudes had that same problem where, Oh snap, they'd be looked at like they're on the PT profile list (laughs) and looked at like a piece of crap because now they, they had a one eye stand and they got knocked up. I mean, I'm not saying that's a, that's a, that's a, that's short. That's a different, I feel like that's a different thing. I feel because like that's a different thing. I think that's a that's a choice because if there was if there was somebody that nobody would look at that person as a PT whatever if that person was yeah you know married I mean, or had I'm like I don't like that's a that's a yeah. different I feel like that's a different conversation than just I don't like it. honestly I I don't even think I don't even know why this is a conversation to be honest with you because mm-hmm. like, I feel like if it's your wife if it's my wife if it's your mom or whoever. If they pregnant, I don't want her busting our ass any damn way. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think nobody has well, I mean, the right if a woman to, wants well, to do that. I'm just saying. If, that's if you're, yes. I guess I'm if in, in terms of a profession, yes. If I'm just talking about a profession. If they go to work and they I do feel, what they want to do and they want to do that, if she's a lawyer and she still wants to lawyer and yeah, be course, and take cases, is, go do the cases. Like, no, my yeah, point, my point yeah, is for the people, for the people who have something to say about some people doing it. It's like, oh. you know, I'm a man shouldn't come in and be like, well, she's not pulling her weight. She, you know, she's pregnant. You know what I'm saying? And as a man, we've never, never carried a child. You know what I'm saying? And I can tell, I, I can tell you that, you know, I, it's no dude I know can handle, could handle carrying a child because most dudes, I know a lot of dudes that whine about bullshit. You know what I'm saying? About just whine about little stuff. You know what I'm saying? So let alone having a child. So when you when when we talk about people coming in and you know speak about you know somebody pregnant not pulling their weight or you mm-hmm. know in like in the military and you know they're not doing this, not, okay, and what? 
You know what I'm saying? This woman's pregnant. She's carrying a child. She's carrying a whole nother life. Something that you, as a man, can't do. So mm. chill out. And I say that because, like, for example, my daughter just had a baby. Well, seven, well, she's seven months. So she's had a baby eight months ago. And I see what she went through as, you know, as a, you know, mother-to-be or whatever. And, of course, I have kids. So, you know, I've been there, too. So I just kind of feel like it's not I, – I don't. And, and, and men can get mad all they want to, say what you want, whatever. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying, I don't feel like a man has the – the right to come in and say what a person can do or what can't, they can't do when they're pregnant. If Rihanna, you know, she looked like she had a little bump. She looked like she was too far along. But like I said, she didn't go hard. She she even did a butterfly a couple times. You know what I'm saying? She did what she could do. You know, and she still and she still and she still and she still killed it. You know, she did. And was, but you got so many people. If you read if you read so many people, so many trolls or whatever. Well, she did this and she didn't do this and that. I'm like, kill yourself. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Let, let, that, let that woman do her thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of people, they probably they could have been two weeks pregnant when they act like they were about to die. So it is what it is. Do, do your thing, Rihanna. It really does you depend know, on the person. And like you were saying, like military people, man, I knew, I knew some women that were pregnant in the military and freaking beast the whole time, rucking <laughs> everything, like just beast. And, it, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, damn, I can't even do that. And I'm regular. I'm regular. Yeah, it's like, what? Yes, but <laughs> I, I, do, I do feel that if you're one of those people that comes in with the fierce personality and you're like, oh, I can do anything a man can do, then prepare to do it. You know what I mean? Don't just, yeah. there, you know, and then pull the pull the card, pregnancy card and get out of a deployment or something like that. And then we, we got to pull your extra weight. You know what I mean? I don't mean that in a, in a messed up sense, but I mean, I do know people that were like that. And I'm just like, really though? I mean, mm-hmm. come on. You, know? you can at least sleep. <laughs> yeah, just be. Up the grass that I mow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I've seen, uh, we, we've, we've all seen that in, the, in, the, in our military uh, experiences where you like, you understand the difference from somebody that's like, oh, I can't because yeah. I physically can't compared to I can't because I'm not willing. But I, I that's seen that two different. I feel like that's two different. I've things. seen that. I've seen that in men and women. Though. Yes, I've seen you know that. Then, but I'm. Just, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I've seen it, and there's a difference the between the willing and those that just say they will not, and those yeah. that are willing are able to get you. You are. You are more. You'll. You'll have more emotional feeling towards. Hey, I know that person just can't do it. Go mm-hmm. over there, and you won't feel bad about picking that extra weight compared yeah. to I know this person. Can do it, and you're like, you just over here BSing, like, yo, you're, and those are the people that you be like, that person's a dirtbag, and you're like, because they just won't do it, because, and it's not that they don't have the physical abilities, not that they sick or that they have morning sickness or they throwing up or you know what I'm saying, whatever. That person is just a dirtbag, and you be like, oh, well, you was doing this before any issue, before you hurt your knee yeah. or did whatever, yeah. you was already. Trying to scapegoat you, out of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, but you, yeah, but you know if they was a dirt bag before they started. You're like, okay, well, this oh person will be more of a dirt bag. <laughs> and then, and everybody in the platoon is sad. Like, god dang, like you know what I'm saying? It was already <laughs> bad enough. We ain't even got somebody to pull duty because they was like, I'm about to be up out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hurting yeah. more folks. But anyway, well, but like back to Rihanna though, th- some of the songs that I did see on that snip that she did do, I mean, I. 
uh, the the rating still went up on how many people streamed mm-hmm. her songs. So I mean, I think that Always gave does. an opportunity Always to does. bring back those people that hadn't really heard her in a while. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, I remember that jam. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to see what comes out next. I'm in anticipation on what she, what she brings out next. You know what I mean? But I was yeah. hoping for the end to have like a little sneak peek. I mean, we all do. You know, especially yeah. if they haven't been on the scene in a while. But maybe she just didn't have it in her this time. But she did good to me. I thought it was it was awesome. Yeah. Women's empowerment kind of performance mm-hmm. and she brought back some of that style of the bagginess and everything like that that's what's coming back now is a little bit more loose fitting clothes instead of the tight tight i mean you still got oh. some tight tight but oh. well, yeah. i just want to make sure i just want to make sure i wasn't a baby daddy so <laughs> i saw me nope. with all the sure. the white um <laughs> no no worries no worries. <laughs> to the eggs. hey you don't know me you know what kind of relationship me and rihanna got you know nope. <laughs> hey, I, I heard Megan Stan would be mad, and then also yeah. the person that you yeah. live with would be mad too. So, yeah, you know I mean, you got a lot going on, bud. Yeah. 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 Busy, uh, yeah. busy body out there. You know, what yeah, I, mean? I can't really, I can't really explain that one. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Uh, we gonna keep it pushing, and and, and with the wonderful hip hop out there, you know, what I'm saying we have the uh, uh, we have the culture, and there's some things in the culture that. I'm confused about. I don't know why these things are in the culture. I don't know what's happening with the young folks out there. Are they bored or whatnot? But we got the the hip hop big reds, aka Clifford's big red boots, is out here, and these <laughs> the daggone red. boots, man. Like I don't understand the situation. Little Rain done put them on. You got no, you know man. other artists that done put them on. I, I I'm confused by these boots. Um, they look like. A cartoon character like you got cartoon character legs and uh i'm i'm kind of surprised by some of the uh some of the choices that artists are out here making you know it's uh it's very interesting i don't know what i mean i guess i do know what because you know twitter instagram things of that nature uh tiktok now it's all about making sure that you do something outlandish or extremely different so that you that you're seen Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I feel like that's the, the actions that everybody's taking. So, um, I just wanted to ask when you, uh, Roz, when you get in your big red boot, <laughs> uh, shit, when they, when they cast me on them blues clues, I don't know. This <laughs> 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 is some bullshit. Like, like, what? like who the hell? I, mean, I see this. I, I see these damn boots. And I'm like, you, you so, seen them live? No, I'm saying I seen. Oh, okay, I, I was about to say. Movie. I was like, man, so, I want to see these live. And, they, <laughs> and these these boots are worse than the Kanye boots, the, the moonwalk. Hey, man. Hey. So, yeah. but I'm gonna tell you what the deal is. Everything is about status, right? So, and it, it's about who can afford them, who can buy them, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you can How go out there. Are they expensive or something? How much? They're expensive. I'm gonna look them up. Go ahead, continue, man. And, and so, and so, just for example, like um, I seen some Jordan, the, the retro fours, right? Mm-hmm. And the retro fours, normally you can get them for maybe one ninety, two hundred, something like that. Then you got the retro four fours that's got the off white brand on them, right? Ooh. So the retro fours off white, and they fifteen hundred dollars. So you telling me that I'm paying an extra what thirteen hundred dollars because because they off white? Like shit, I like the white ones better any damn way. Like you know what I'm saying? But they all 
it's all status. The fact that they call off-white, that they, they what, who is that? Uh, Louis Vuitton? Who's off-white? Um, one of them, one of them fashion designers, whatever. That's Virgil. Virgil, that was Virgil. Virgil was off-white. So twenty five hundred. Um, really? Boots, oh, it's the status. It's the status. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? It's the status of who can buy them. That's that's what that's about. You know what I'm saying? And so when you can buy them, per se, then you, when you out in public, they might look stupid to people like me and you who broke. They look stupid to broke people. They look stupid you know to saying? everybody. Like it's, no, I don't, I can't, I can't believe. No, I mean, no, but you just said, but you just said status though. I've never tried them on myself. I can't afford shoes like that off the bat like that. But I mean, I would, I wonder how how they fit on your feet because if it's something that feels like super cushiony, awesome, and you feel like you're walking on the cloud because you actually look like you're walking in the cloud <laughs> <laughs> or in space. I don't know, but you you got to admit, footwear has changed significantly over the years in hip hop in general. Think about it. We've gone from the sneakers to the boots to the furry freaking slippers. That was a thing. Like this past, even in the dead ass of summer, you've seen these girls walking around with these big ass furry slippers yeah. or them, um, the Crocs with all the little gems in them and all that That's stuff. That's a Florida little, thing. They be out here rocking the hell out some Crocs. I, hey, I, got, I, got, I got like two pairs. Even as a little kid or something like that, but grown adults wearing these Crocs with little, yeah. is it creative? I, yes, I, it is. Cause they're just putting little, little, Little I, pieces of plastic in little holes in the shoe. And I wasn't, on the, I wasn't on the Croc game. I, I didn't see the Crocs, Crocs like that until I moved down. And maybe as a South thing, because until I moved to Florida, it wasn't folks up in a, uh, up in Ohio. Well, you or, can't wear Midwest Crocs that was rocking. Rock. Well, you I understand that. It, it, it don't, it don't, <laughs> it don't snow twelve months a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Gotta step your crack game up. <laughs> Don't come to Florida being bougie now, bitch. I think the shoes have changed a little bit. I mean, Matter of fact, course, the sneakers yeah. have evolved. But yeah. what you were saying fact. about the off-white, I mean, there's a significant amount. You I got them bootleg Crocs. You got some alligators? Those are alligators. I don't want bootleg nothing, player. Don't go there. Ever. Hey, so when you so when you red boots coming rich. in, yeah, that's where it is, baby. I have a comfortable, but I'm just never going there. Man, no I believe you own those. Hey, Crocs comfortable as shit. I don't, I don't got no, I ain't got no fidgets in it or nothing, but they comfortable as shit. I don't care. Uh, that's how we go. That's no. how they do it down here. That's well, what I'm saying. I mean, I would, I would, I can see the difference between my husband is a sneakerhead. He's 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 doesn't do it as much as he used to, but one of our entire spare rooms in our house has nothing but sneakers his collections of sneakers his foot lockers of older sneakers retro sneakers some that we probably could buy another house with because <laughs> he's got so much in his collection because he's we've been to a sneaker con before and see all these crazy like customized airbrush different different shoes or some that are have gold or gems on them and stuff and they look really unique and they're riding around on one of those little hoover roller things just showing off their sneakers. It's a pretty neat culture. I like it. I never knew much about it until I met him. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. So I know the difference between paying for this specific clear gum bottom and this baby blue gum bottom on the bottom of the shoe. You know, there's yeah. a difference. Yeah, so it does have value to it. And I see it. I actually own two pair of um, Kobe's. 
And I keep them in, in the closet because I know they're going to go up in value because when I first wore them, I wore them to the sneaker con, not even thinking because it looks to me like a boxing shoe. That's why I bought. I was boxing a lot at that time. But I actually wore them one time to train in boxing and I never did again because the ankle just dug in you too much. So they're not they're, they're not a functional shoe. It's more of a, of a looks shoe. But yeah, back to what you're saying about the statements. I think that's all it is, is people trying to make a statement. I mean, the ones that I have are like orange and OD green mixed into them. And they lace up all the way high on your ankle and they look hot to me. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, I like these. Got a lot of compliments on them, but I don't own furry slippers. If well, the ones that I do actually, I have on right now. They're Baby Yoda slippers. <laughs> baby, <laughs> little house slipper. Oh. <laughs> now you talking about yeah. You got Baby Yoda on. Uh, baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, I've got hey, Star, Star Wars worth a lot, man. <laughs> koala bear slippers, Baby Yoda slippers. I mean, that's just for the house, though. I wouldn't Step wear baby these Yoda probably, really. <laughs> but you know, you got you got the different things like the ball caps that change up. I mean, you're wearing both oh, yeah. wearing right now. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. yes it does. And so, you got I mean, the eyewear, the fashionable eyewear, different from the '90s, where it was like the tight, small circle, circle mm-hmm. sunglasses to. Now yeah. they're wearing glasses with no damn frames in them. Just yeah, the they got the ro- they got the robot boys. You know what I'm saying? They just got glass in them. It's like not even a glass, it's just plastic on your face. You know what yeah, I mean? That's yeah, pretty yeah. much what it's it is. It's for the robot. style, but you know, think about the 80s when what's that movie, Return of the Dragon, where you had uh what's the dude's name movie used to be like, Who's the master? Show oh, me and he had oh, those yeah. little lines up in the glasses. Well, those are kind of oh, those yeah, are pretty. Yeah, I remember those. Blonde boys. I had some of them. Some of them kind of fresh. Yeah, look yeah. like you had. Look like you had freaking uh, blinds on your face. Yes, but the constant I I've noticed has <laughs> never has never gone away is the jewelry. You always have to have nice statements. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean. All all the other things seem to rotate depending on the time or evolve with the times and stuff. You know how how outlandish or extravagant or crazy even looking. Yep, it's trying to be, it's trying to be seen, trying to be known, trying to make a statement. Trying, I mean, you know, some some artists, I wonder like why they going that route because it's not necessary. But you know, um, you know, they're already known. Like I don't, they're not. There's well, nothing else that they really need to do. Rappers not wearing the clothes and being. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, that it's it's. I think it's sometimes it's how you get in the game, and that's the the way they go about how to get in the game, and you know, uh, the music becomes secondary. And sometimes it does happen for a lot of the artists. You know, the music becomes secondary because it's about, hey, what my Instagram followers, because they're not tracking music during the Instagram. So that's all about what you post, what you put out there, what you're doing, what's your status, what you were wearing, how many fights you was in, how many times y'all made up, how many people you done dated. You know, all those things are more of the, you know, uh, the calling card or or become you become known more for that than ever putting an album out, which is... I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's uh I mean, I don't know if that's the hip hop. That's not the hip hop music portion of it. I feel like that's a whole I feel like almost that's a different culture. I feel like that's a um that may just be a, a social media culture mm-hmm. compared to a hip hop culture. You know what I mean? I think that may be uh, in, in that light. So, well, I mean, I know I remember living for watching those videos on MTV and stuff like that when I was a kid. I mean, I used to love it. You know, just just waiting for that moment to record that song when it came on on the radio mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and bump it. You know, you hear people talking for the first five seconds of your little recording. Hey, stop! And then all of a sudden, you hear the jam, the jam. But yeah, but, yeah. yeah. 
for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, I used to live for watching those though. The fashion, the um, mm -hmm. baggy pants that the woman wore during my my right. anyway, and right. it's coming back around. And and I actually like that much better than the the tight clothes and the nakedness and stuff like that, because you know you know it gives you a different way to express yourself other than having to show your boobs or your butt or something like right. that. Right. Right. Yeah. Be yeah. conservative and show show. There ain't nothing wrong with having a jumpsuit on. I really liked Rihanna's fashion in that, and mm -hmm. you know, she she was comfortable. You know, she was vibing. Yeah, it was a good. It was, yeah, it was a good thing. You know, and Missy Elliott was one of those people that kind of yeah. didn't go that route and things like that, and really showed out the dancing and and for dancers and stuff like that. So you know, mm -hmm. I mean, we always uh, we always trying to represent and uh, keep the culture rolling, and this is another thing that made sure that the culture kept on rolling. They had the uh, top fifty rappers of all time. We've been tracking this on the billboard and the vibe uh you know they're trying to honor on the on the anniversary and we stopped last at about the 30 um and got the rest of the or we stopped at 21 and now we have the rest of the list so i kind of have the rundown there on the screen of the uh up to the 21 uh they put it 20 was uh big daddy came missy elliott was at 19 ice cube at 18 50 cents at 17 scarface at 16 15 was j cole 14, LL Cool J, uh, 13, Rakim, 12, Andre, Treetowson, and yes. 11, uh, Kanye West. And then you had the top 10. So top 10, you had uh, Nicki Minaj. At nine, you had Snoop Dogg. Then you had Drake at eight, Lil Wayne at seven, uh, Big Pop. You had Big Papa at six, Eminem at five. You had um, Tupac at four, Nas at three, Kendrick Lamar at two, and number one, Jay-Z. So uh, based, on, based on what they had right there, um, the, uh, are, are there any names? I saw, uh, you know, um, uh, Fat Joe was like wondering where uh, Big L was at. Um, in there, is there anybody on that list right now, or or is there somebody that's not on that list that you're wondering, you know, where are they at with what they've uh, kind of done uh, in in hip hop and things of that nature? Ross, talk to me. What what do you see based on um, this list that somebody that isn't on there that you're surprised that's not there? I think um, who was who came who came right under Kanye? I can't uh, Andre three thousand was number twelve. Yeah. That's what it was. So I think Andre 3000 fell kind of low. I think especially so, under, too. Especially under Kanye. Yeah. I like Kanye, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. Andre 3000, and he should have been a single digit at least. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I'm biased. I'm, I was like, I'm very biased, outcast fan, but I can understand why they put Kanye above, and it would only be because of singular... Hmm artistry and out you know amount of albums now if andre 2000 came out with a solo album yeah i for sure would be like yeah he would win because that album would be ridiculous and he, he went with a solo album well i mean it was a joint venture but it was a solo album but it was counted as both an outcast still, album. Though, i'm saying but you know, like when you think of outcast you think of andre 3000 hmm. big boys all right you know what i'm saying but you think of andre you know what i'm saying we're talking about I'm a fan of both. So I mean I, that was that was gonna be my thing. That's what was gonna be my thing was I look at Big Boy is he 
I, I look at them as a tandem is fantastic, but I think Big Boy himself as a rapper is pretty damn good. And yeah, I mean, which, you know, he, so, which he is, but like I said, he, like so, where where did he come in on the list? He wasn't in the top fifty. Mm-hmm. They didn't put him in there. So, Who's Melly Mel? I don't think I ever heard of that one. Melly, Melly Mel? Mel is uh from back in the day. Oh, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yep, that's my nickname. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You stole his nickname. That's what yeah, you you didn't even know. You didn't even know. It's like, so I'm even glad know. to see KRS One is on here and Lauren Hill in the top fifty. Those are yeah, my two. Hey, you know what? You'd be mad right now uh, because our our, our previous uh, in our previous show uh, we had uh, uh, the, our our one. other our other perspective was like Lauren Hill shouldn't even be on this list. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, <laughs> I said the same thing. I'm like, yep. okay, well, why is she? Ron Ron said the same deal yep. because she wasn't like solo rapper. Oh, I see. What even on mean. even That's on her album, mean. she sang more than rapping. So it was like. Uh, I guess I guess I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it kind of worked out that well. Yeah. I feel like, and I, I'm not like I said, I, I'm cool with Snoop. I like Snoop, but I don't see how he's in the top ten. Hmm. His popularity, maybe. I mean I mean I, I look at it. The thing is, uh well, I would say for Snoop being in the top ten, so I would look at hip hop as a rappers, people known, people that don't forget about somebody. Snoop is one that people just don't forget about him. He's had hits. He's had like top 10 hits. So let me ask you on this every one. song or every yeah. album that he's kind of had. He's been relevant is, for a long time for his age. You know what I'm saying? Which which is cool. But if Snoop wasn't in the spotlight all the time, like Snoop was on everything. Snoop got so many endorsements, it's crazy. But if yep. Snoop wasn't in limelight. And as popular that as he is, he wasn't cool with um, Martha Stewart and blah blah blah. Didn't have thousand <laughs> different shows. Would you still? Would you still be like, oh, Snoop, the hottest out there? No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, okay, uh, Jen and you. I mean, nobody said cool. that he was the hottest out there, but I'm saying but what, like, but uh, well, you, they saying he's the top ten, so he, he, they are saying that. No, because you got dead people on here. They ain't the hottest. They ain't even coming out with nothing. So that ain't. That's not the. Crime. I wouldn't think that you're the hottest out there. I'm just saying, like, as for him, he is well known because he's actually he actually had high hits. When you look at Drop It Like It's Hot, um, so yeah, out of this beautiful, day. you had like I mean, he had a lot of stuff past his original, like oh, you know, what I'm saying Gin and Juice and all the stuff that you name. When he he yeah. had joints with Pharrell when he was killing it, and they were hits, like they were there, and Snoop was out there doing his thing, like. He's he's been, I would say, more relevant than he's been more relevant than Ice Cube. Ice Cube's making movies, but musically, more relevant than Ice Cube. Um, more relevant than LL Cool J. More relevant than Rockin'. Like all the people that are below him, he was been more relevant as of even coming out with music than a lot of the people that's even behind below him. So in this top fifty, who? is singular that was a part of a group that's on here more than once and the only one that i'm seeing is wu-tang we got ghostface killer we got method man who yeah. else we got on here well who was in the top uh, 10 that was the uh then no there's no Wu in the top 10. no no not all of them but they're all part of wu-tang right and so yeah. i mean not there's no group members in the uh 
in the top 10. You had Q-Tip. Oh, okay. That, that kind of surprises me a little bit, but at least yeah. they're in the top 50. When you're looking at who has the, the most of their, their groups as individual top 50s, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. I mean, Wu got two. I mean, you also had uh, Bun, or not Bun B, but you had Red Man, so he was a part of two groups mm-hmm. that you had. Like, I mean, as Method Man, I mean, that's pretty good. He got both of his, you know, artists that he worked with, uh, you know, had some top top uh, 50. And those are my, my, my top is KRS-One and Wu-Tang, most definitely. And I love J. Cole, too. Andre 3000. All those is probably like my top four right there. <laughs> you think J. Cole is too... Uh, too I do like him. I don't think he should... I, I, mm, I don't know if he should be... Compared, com- compared to uh, the artists in front of him. What do you I think? I definitely Rob? think he probably should be uh, maybe 11, 12, somewhere in that range. I don't we think talking about J, J, are we talking about J. Cole? J. Cole, down. like where yeah. where do you think uh where do you think J. Cole J. Cole on this okay, list is seeing the people him. seeing the people in front of him? Where do where, you think uh where is he sitting at? Where is he sitting at right now? And I'll like, fifteen. So yeah, I think he should be in the top ten. So who you take out of the top ten? I know you've already said you know like Snoop wise, you were like so I would I would say Snoop. You would take Snoop? Uh I would drop Snoop down to at least the top twenty. Mm-hmm. And then, but I pushed J. Cole up. Where did Kendrick Lamar fall? Two. Okay. Mm-hmm. J. One. Nas was three or four? Nas was three. All right. I think Bus so, is yeah. too far down there, too. The free. I, I, like, I, I like Buster. I do <laughs> like Buster. I don't know why he's I mean, I, I, I feel like there's some I feel like there's some people that you know honorable mentions in the in the top 50 on this list. I don't know. It's kind of hard. It's some of even some of the um old school cats to be able to I'm glad there's some women in here, but not to be sexist, some of them probably shouldn't be this high up, in my opinion. I don't definitely don't think um Nicki Minaj should be in the top 10. <laughs> what I mean, she be on the list, but in the top ten, I don't know. Look, I look, I look, I let her say it. Look, I let her say it. I say it, but I can't disagree. And I'm but, and I'm a woman, and I'm glad to see that. That's why, that's why, list, that's but why I let be, you say it. If I had to put Nicki Minaj <laughs> against Ghostface Killer or Method Man, I'm sorry, that's Ooh. over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> no. Go. Do a do the do an eight mile style and be like, let's go. And we're like, oh, that would be like, yeah. that'd, be, yeah. that'd be kind of vicious, man. But I'm that'd glad Queen Latifah's on there because I think she paved the way for a lot of women rappers. So definitely, she should be in the top fifty. Nah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but I don't think, definitely don't think Nicki Minaj should be in the top ten. That's my story. I mean, I got nothing. You got, you got nothing. You said you're not. You're not going. I mean, no, it I'm is based going. off of number of hits. It's based off the number of hits and plays, and I get it. But I mean, when you're talking about real music, I don't know, man. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh-huh. So but, the good thing about this is, is that, is that you know, with the list like this, it's for. I think it's more perspective on what you like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a big Wu Tang fan, so. I'm really not big. I was never a big KRS-One fan. And I know people get mad at me for that, but I can't name one KRS-One song. I was never a big KRS fan, you know? And it's just, I think it goes by perspective on what you like and what you, what what moved you 
as a as you know as far as hip hop or far as the culture or whatever. Um, so this list is never going to be. It's not it's like we can we can bring somebody in here right now that's twenty one, and their whole perspective is going to be different. They're going to yeah, want you're, you're right. Yeah, you know they're going to want Playboy Cardi on here. Too, the list of top fifty in accordance to who? And then when you said Billboard, I said okay, well it's number of plays and you know statistics on how how long they well, stayed I, in that spot. I don't, I don't right. know if it would have been number of plays because I look at a lot of these, some of these artists that are on here and it wasn't plays. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I think, uh, you know, I think they, it may have, uh, I, I didn't read it all the way out, but I, I, love Jay-Z. Had, I love Jay-Z, but I don't think he should be number one on this list. I just don't. Whoa. And I bumped his music for many years. Look. I just don't think he should be one. Hold on. Let me just ask, <laughs> let me ask one question. Let me ask one question. Give me the reason why you don't think he should be one. I mean, if I was, if I was to put together a list of songs right now, and I say, you know what, this is it. There, there would be some songs from his that would bring me back to a place like what was the. Um, there's, I mean, and, and I'm from the Northeast Coast for the most part. I went to high school in Fitchburg, Massachusetts, and, you know. Um, you ain't got to explain yourself. You ain't got to explain yourself. Just itself, I'll be vibing. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. I think w- what I relate to is a little bit different. I do like his lyrics, so get me wrong. He's got some deep stuff. But I just don't think he should be number one. I can't say why. Okay, it? so, all right, so then who would be number one? You can't say why he shouldn't be, but then who would be number one? I don't know. I gotta see that list again. All right. <laughs> I don't know. But who did? Who would be number one in your eyes? Who would be your choice at number one? Five, four, three, two. I guess it's Jay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I mean, like, uh, I mean, if this, I mean, I would say, like, I probably would have said that before. Um, he came out with 444 because that was, I would say that was the first album that he really like touched on deeper things mm-hmm. and was kind of explaining a lot of those things that was outside of just like him spitting hustle and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that was like more of a deeper album. And I'm like, okay, so he's, he did, he touched on something else. Mm-hmm. that was a little deeper, which you always got to have that album. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. people have that album. Ludacris had that album. Yeah. Like, you know, it was very like, oh, man, he could, like, touch on some deep stuff instead of just hitting you with just, like, mad metaphors and different layers. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I'm a, he hits you with a little deep joint, give the story of the girl, you know what I'm saying, getting pregnant. All. He was like, oh, snap. Like, that's, yeah. like, having that thing, I think that I don't mind him being that. You're right because, because he hit he had that album. Yeah. Rap, they were just like hove and just the intermittent yeah. here or there. It wasn't oh. it wasn't yeah. strong to me. I don't know. Yeah, so. and I, I mean I haven't streamed some of his stuff in quite some time now, and that that just goes to show me that eh, he's not really top of my list anymore. But that's just my opinion. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I am a you fan, know, but you I know who I'm mad that's not on this list. Who that? Who that? Peter Pablo. Peter Pablo. <laughs> Yeah, that's hey, what I was P- thinking of. Take your shirt off. That's what Sandy hey, Pablo has a fire, fire album, though. Hey, you know. Hey, Petey. Petey represent for North Carolina. Yeah. And I went to Where middle school in North Carolina. So there's a lot, yeah. you know, a lot of places that I lived in that I pick up a different vibe or culture or something like that over the years. And 
it influenced taste. <laughs> if you think about it, there wasn't really a lot of um, Texas rappers on there. Like, no, who was on there? On there. But that, I, mean, I, I said a lot. Yeah, one maybe. Starface and Bum Tech B. Nine, right? Tech Nine. Is you had two right there. Yes, Starface and Bum B was on there. Tech Nine wasn't on there. Tech Nine. I just said that. Yeah, Tech yeah. Nine. Yeah. And you got. They Mike, had two. You got Mike Jones. I like Tech you got, Nine. Man. Yeah, you got. You got. You, you, got, got, he's you, got, got, you believe? You believe? You believe Mike Jones top fifty? Hell yeah. Who? <laughs> Mike Jones. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Tech Nine should at least be in that top fifty. I do yeah, because he's like, uh, okay. So, uh, no, so then, so then, if, the if top, if Tech Nine should be on there, yeah, then who else? I mean, Chicago speed. Whoa, rapper. wait a minute. Chicago speed rapper should be on there Twister? too. Twister, Twister, that dude. Oh man, hey, what number yeah. was Ludacris? Uh, Luda was he even on there. Let me let me let me oh, get remember, back on there. No, Ludacris was on there. Ludacris was on there. Where he is was he? on there. Let me let me let me pull it back up. I'm about to pull it back up. Uh, Ludacris was on there. Luda was where did Luda at? Where are they? He was on there. Yeah, he's 39. He was 39. Oh, Ludacris was 39. Ti was on there. Gucci Mane oh, yeah, yeah. was on okay. there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Future made it somehow. Yeah, somehow. Somehow. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I just work here. They got folks on there, you know what I mean? Some of these people yeah. I might actually have to really look up and listen to them because I don't know who they are. Yeah. Some, some I mean, it, you gotta you gotta do the deep dive like the youngest nowadays, you know what I'm saying? You gotta jump into the crate, the on the digital crate and uh and check out some of these artists, just put their name in. You know, mm -hmm. Amazon Music or whatever you listen to. I do that. To I mean, I'll just I'll just do that with Alexa sometimes and just be like, oh, save this to Missy's playlist, playlist, and I'll revisit again later and be like, oh, I like that. Missy, Missy but Tech Nine, I have a lot on mine that's from Tech Nine. <laughs> and, and on that one show that you did about T Grizzly, man, T Grizzly is something else. Isn't was he? that album good? Right. <laughs> that album was good, right? Yeah, that was yeah. a good album, man. Yeah, it's very I was, good. Uh, I was hyped about that one. So we're going to keep it pushing to the best of the rest so we get best of the rest out here we got uh scotty pippen jr um he happened to uh get traded and also um malik beasley uh his mom's former ex is on the same team which that's weird that you gotta ball out with your with your mom's ex he could yeah man i don't want to see a one-on-one -on -one game where they start talking trash that would be horrible mm -hmm. <laughs> then you got uh Iggy Azalea reacts to Playboy Cardi's assault uh of uh his pregnant girlfriend and she says karma's real. Hmm. So I uh, Playboy Cardi, I think she has a kid with uh Iggy Azalea and whatnot. Um that didn't end well, and now he's having some issues of his own. We got 50 Cent signed a deal with Fox. So 50 cents, if you think about this, everyone out there. 50 cents is now a part of Disney. Hey, isn't that crazy? That's hey, extra real, wild, yo. Hey, real quick though. Yeah. Stop calling that man 50 cents. <laughs> uh Curtis 50 cents Jackson. No, it's not cents, man. It's cent. <laughs> 50 cent. He only got 50 cent. My bad. 50 cents. 50 cents. 50 cents. That me? I probably did. My bad. That's my that's my Midwest. I mean, you know how to say it in the South. It's the Midwest. Man, my bad. My bad. That man, that man I don't know English. That fifty is singular. 
Yeah. <laughs> what is he doing with Disney? I mean, he's with Fox is owned by Disney. Oh, I didn't know that. So he's actually oh, got to sign the contract with Disney hmm. to do uh, whatever he's looking to, uh, you know, continue on with making shows and things like that. So it's a shows and animation deal. Oh, quite nice. interesting. So yeah, that could be uh, quite interesting in a way that uh, that pulls out. So I'm I'm wondering how that'll how that'll play. And plus, you got Pharrell out here has been appointed uh, Virgil's successor at uh, Louis Vuitton. So he uh, he'll be out there, you know, what I'm saying, doing his thing, making uh, making. Hopefully, he doesn't come out with the big red boots. You can do something at Louis Vuitton. <laughs> It'll cost a lot of money, and people will feel like, hey, I got to wear it to be uh, uh, have a status. Uh, and there's a pretty good sense of fashion and a nice taste, I, I think, anyway. You know, hey, got the diamond, the diamond sunglasses and things like that. You know, mm -hmm. thing. look like I mean, Virgil looked like he kept it a little more simple in the way that he went about it, but you know, for real, for real, does it, does it up? Uh, mm -hmm. then you got Kodak Black, uh, is echoing Donald Trump's uh sentiments about the criticism about uh Rihanna's Super Bowl performance. So Donald Trump was saying that uh, due to the fact that she, um, I think it's more or less a beef that Donald Trump has with Rihanna because Rihanna did a kind of cease and assist of using some of her music during mm -hmm. campaigning that Donald Trump was. Doing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, it kind of, it kind of, I think it got a little personal one in there. So, uh, I mean, is there any, uh, any of these topics of the best of the right. rest that you want to talk about? No. <laughs> uh, no, no, that wasn't it. Really. It wasn't it. Nothing, yeah. nothing didn't. I'm just saying, anything with Trump and Kodak Black. Well, Pippin really Jr. Is, is dating who's no, Scotty Pippin Jr. Uh -huh. is playing with his mom's ex, Malik Beasley. So his mother dated a basketball player that now is on his basketball team. Oh, wow. But why is that an issue, though? They all grown. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Yes, but guess what? But my whole thing is, is all right, if he do something wrong, right? So if he make a play and Malik Beasley get mad at him for some reason, he has crazy shit talk. He got crazy shit talk. Like, that's why. It is what it is. He dated Michael Jordan. He dating, not Michael Jordan. Pippen is dating... Shoot, I gotta give her credit to be older and still be, be uh, someone Somebody like that. <laughs> Get a <it>, girl. <laughs> I mean, it's nasty in a way because it's kind of like a, you know, I would say that would just be a weird situation. I don't care how weird. old, how young somebody else is, to then have to be sitting there and going like, you know what? You know, if the if if your older parent was dating a younger person and yeah. you didn't agree with it, guess what you could do? Not go to the house, right? But guess what? Every day you gotta walk, go to work. And See? I gotta look at this dude all the <laughs> time. Different. Like that's different. Like, yeah, he hey, do your thing. Like, do your thing, and... whatever. But you'd be like, okay, well, I don't have to necessarily be around it. I can just oh, be like, yeah. hey, mama, how you doing? Okay, cool. But she blah, looks blah, blah. very good. I mean, she's in shape. She's got a great body. Yeah, like, like that's not like I don't, I don't see how. Like, I'm saying I, if I, if he I got an issue high with school, it. if it was high school kids and your mama was dating one of your high school, that's friends, different. Then, yeah, that's that's different. illegal. Like you talking about illegal stuff. Well, I'm talking about no, it could be 18. Like, it could be, like, be 18 and still be like high school, you know what I'm saying? That, 
that's weird. Oh, you know what man. I'm but, yeah, that'd be more than weird. But yeah. ain't like they friends. Ain't like, ain't like they ain't like they was friends and we were kicking it. Now you date my mama. No, I don't think I don't see a problem with it. It is what it is. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, he get he may. Well, we don't even know if they even have a problem with it. He might be cool with that. I don't he know. Might be cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's just made to be odd from the outside. Maybe people with money just do things like that. I don't know. Well, so you, you, you got folks to be passing around. They be passing around cats, and I know they be going to the same parties. Like, hey, if you in the hip hop world, hey, seem like everybody got a somebody with somebody. Grabber got your kids with the same with the same chick about twelve times. we think. You know what I'm saying? So you know, hey, maybe that's just that world. And he dating um, I think. Dennis Rodman's daughter, somebody. Oh, he is. Scotty Pippen, yeah. Oh, oh no, keep, they just keeping it in the Bulls family. Is that what you're saying? So who? No, so oh. no, no. Michael Jordan's son's dating Scotty Pippen's daughter. There you oh, go. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, so Michael Jordan's <laughs> Michael Jordan's son. This is all kind of crazy. Marcus <laughs> Jordan is dating um, Laura Laura Pippen. That was his. Uh, that's that's the same woman. That's the same woman. That's not no, his daughter. Not. It was the same woman. That's that his ex-wife. That's no. Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. No, that's not what I'm talking about. That's got no, 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 no. You talking about somebody? Else. Mark, you talking about Marcus Jordan is dating whatever Lauren Pippen, which was Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Because they were talking about, hey, when that first took place, they were like, hey, wasn't Lauren Pippen like babysitting Marcus Jordan? And that wasn't oh, even weird. the same time oh, frame. So that's happening. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. It's it's odd out here. I feel like it that's a little weird. weird. <laughs> that's all weird. So, I mean, if that's just, hey, people do what they do. But that's, yeah. I feel like that's strange to me. That's strange. That's but strange. I mean, also, I mean, Scotty, still... Scotty Pippen journey got to go to basketball practice and got to look at a dude that was like blowing the back. So, of your so I'm, I'm, and then I'm you got like you got to dish him an assist and be like, "Good game." And you be like, "That's wild." So like, that's Scottie ain't playing Pippen's with your dad. You be like, "This is just a random." So Scotty Pippen's ex-wife is dating who? Marcus Jordan. That's the last I heard. Which Marcus, Marcus Jordan, Jordan is Michael Michael Jordan's Michael Jordan's so, son. But yeah. they are only 10 years apart because he was from Michael Jordan's first marriage back in, you know, 80s, 90s. Okay, so and who is, who is he playing basketball with? He's playing basketball with Malik Beasley, and that dude's like 20-something. So who's Malik Beasley dating? Nobody now. I'm just saying that he's playing – but Scottie Pippen Jr., the son of Scotty Pippen yeah. is now playing basketball with a guy that dated his mother. Yeah. They're on the same team. They play for the Lakers now. So, but I thought. So how would you feel? How would you if feel? You, if, if, your, how would your you your feel mom, if Ethan was dating your mama? That would be crazy. Who? <laughs> well, I gotta put me in it. Mama. Like, no, he, but he, but he would know. That's what I'm saying. Like, that was crazy. Like, think about this it. This would be a situation where yeah, yeah, I mean, y'all could, y'all do the same stuff. Yeah, that's the wild. Most parent, and 
and we yeah. end up on a podcast together. I wish you, on. I wish yeah. you, I, I first of all, I, I wish you best wishes because my mama was pain in the ass. I'd be like, bro, you, you think you think you I wouldn't I wouldn't care. Like if my mom, if my mom you, are, you, you were already, you were already know. I'd be like, okay, I know y'all be, get the doctors, but we still got it. Saying, it still look good, but feels hey, weird. That's now, weird. I feel like I, that would feel weird. That's all I'm saying. So if it doesn't feel, you want to date my mom? That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying, though? I mean, I think of it if it was me. Like we're in the same, same, you know, generation, age category for the most part. And one of y'all was dating my mama. I know my mama's beautiful, and she still got it, but. It would be weird. That's all Your I'm mama saying. It'd be weird to be like, oh yeah, yeah. We show guys and be like, what? Love it. Love it. Your mama single. What's that? <laughs> Say, is you trying to find me? Hey. Your mama. Your mama single. He's not. Hey, she's man. married. <laughs> that's she's funny. married. Yo, but I'm just bro. saying, like hypothetically speaking, it would be something yeah. kind of weird like that. Because That'd be kind of weird. That's kind of weird, man. That's all I'm saying. It was already. It would already be weird if your boy. Like, you know, you got your sister. Your boy dating your sister. You like, yo, that's weird. Like, it was, I can't, it was one of those that's weird. That's weird. You don't do that. Like, yeah. that's weird. But then you be like, yeah, that's just weird. That's just mm-hmm. one of those weird things. Yeah. So, and, and they created that. They got money. People got money. <laughs> you love who you love. Uh, hey. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is one of those um, times now where, where you know, it doesn't matter who you love, how you love, you know, as long as you just love, you know. Yeah. Putting out good energy yeah. and stuff. And, yeah. and pansexual, whatever sexuality you are, you know, it's more acceptable now for the most part. But I don't know. When you start when you start getting too close to the distances in age, I mean, as long as they're both consenting adults and there's nobody against it. All right. And it, everybody deserves to be happy. You know, if, if somebody is in, in their retirement years and they meet somebody that's young, young, you see dudes do it all the time and it's not weird. But when a woman does it, it's weird. You know what I mean? Because she still got it. She's still beautiful. She's still got a great body. She's still got a whole life ahead of her and she probably don't want to be alone. So, you know, if you got somebody who's young and handsome and charming and they do what you, you need, then, hey, why not? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Your life over again. <laughs> yes, true. I agree. True. So, well, got a question for you, Ross. Do you happen to have a top four? Of course, I do. What? Damn. Oh, so we about to go <laughs> up here and knock out this dag on top four before we get up off of here. So we got the almost top four that's happening right now. I really appreciate <laughs> everybody coming through. That was the news of the week, and now we're on to the top almost four. Top four. For first of all, top four is brought to you. Top almost four brought to you by LGI Fitness. You know what I'm saying? When you need a little motivation, let's get it all day. LGI yeah, so nice. I need you know one. Saying? You need, you need information in, inbox me, DM me, go to my boom. Let's go. So, check this out in spirit of the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. we're gonna count down the top Super Bowl performances. Uh oh, don't fuck. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> and hey, let's go. <laughs> so check this out, and uh, this is gonna be a very debatable situation. And this is on your opinion put, or based on views? Just based, this just based my this opinion. out of his brain. Okay, that's, yeah. how, that's how we do it around here. Yeah, that's how we roll. Don't give so a damn about all, what nobody thinks. I got a couple. I, I got a couple <laughs> yes. of mentions. 
<laughs> I got a, I got a couple of honorable mentions. First honorable mention, <laughs> and you know why I'm mentioning this. Mm-hmm. J-Lo and Shakira. Oh. That's pretty good. <laughs> yes. I'll be like, yeah, that was that's very personal. Yes. <laughs> second, <laughs> second honorable mention. I can still see them hips. They don't lie. Ah, hips don't lie. Um, hips you know don't lie. <laughs> so second honorable mention, we're gonna give it to Bruno Mars in 2014. Oh wow, yeah. Oh, he's, he's an excellent good. performer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, the third honorable mention was Janet Jackson. That brought out Tim, Justin Timberlake. Nipplegate. Her <laughs> that booby thing. Like, yes. Oh. Listen. Before Nipplegate. we go any further, everybody remember where they was at when Nipplegate happened. Nipplegate, man. When I was at, I was at home, right, and when it happened, everybody's phone started ringing like the Pentagon. It was like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, what's going on, bro? I'm like, oh, like nipples, bro. It was crazy. <laughs> This you know nipples on the Super Bowl. Like, what's Oh, happening? no, she showed up nipples. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Oh. Yeah, so, Nipplegate. So, so, anyway. All right. At number three. Number three. 2022. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kim J. Lamar, yes. and 50 Cent. The Dre Bowl. The, the Dr. Dre Bowl. Got you. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, number two. 1993. Just gonna show your age right here. 1993. Michael Jackson. M. Ooh, Mother F. J. That's <laughs> that Jackson. dude, man. Hey, look, I, I would I say, look, this is what I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the best entrance to a Super Bowl. That's Michael Jackson. This is I don't know. Get. No, nope. Beyonce had a really nice intro. No, too. did Beyonce yeah. pop up on the top of the stadium on on the different jumbotron, and no, then end up back in the middle of the? I was like, yo, that was crazy. <laughs> yo, yeah. his, his joint was nasty with it. Yeah. So number number one, and it's just my opinion. Two thousand seven. I know what you about to say. Prince. I knew it. Prince. That's oh, all I knew. I knew what? you were gonna say the pro range. Now a lot of people got mad, and I should have put honorable mention Whitney Houston. Just, she uh, just sang the uh she just sang the uh that was the same Super Bowl. Oh yeah, she yeah. sang the national it? anthem yeah, and then it was like that. Yeah, yeah. I would say yeah, performance yeah, yeah, wise, right, this would right. be my only thing, right? My only thing. If you're gonna go like performances, but as of total performance-wise, that 93 Super Bowl mm-hmm. was the greatest performance in totality. The game was insane. The national anthem was crazy because that was Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. and then Michael Jackson. Coming from different jumbotrons, and he was killing it on the dance. Like that was as yeah. of a total Super Bowl. And then you had, uh, you had the um, Desert Storm was popping up. Like that Super Bowl was probably <clears throat> the greatest total performance of a Super Bowl that I've probably ever seen. Like that, as of emotional wise, the game, the performances in total, it was probably the best. I, I, and I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change. I don't. I mean, yeah, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. You had some good honorable mentions. I did like the Katy Perry one. Katy Perry's uh, Super Bowl, where she brought out Missy Elliott and things like that. Like that was uh, that was pretty entertaining. She had that. She had like a big ass horse that she came out on. That was, that was crazy. That thing was big <laughs> as hell. Yeah, that one was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think. 
what yeah because the one with beyonce and bruno mars when they when she did the, that together that one was really good uh i'm trying to think of some older ones the older ones was kind of trash they had like a run of just trash super bowls yeah your early so, 2000s was like that prince, dog. i have that to go back and hard. really look at those I'm, I'm sure there's some recaps of them over the years on youtube yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah the early early 2000s was garbage <laughs> and then they had like other than michael jackson i don't know if there was a super bowl um like band or whatever that i well they had you too i look they, they had the roller stones one year you too yeah I mean, they um, ain't cool, but no. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, as of like a band of like, you're not gonna get more entertainment than them going doing. I'm YouTube or I am Rolling Stones, and you just be like, they just doing that. Like, you don't get a full like performance. You mean? Like, oh, yeah. yeah, you're not getting a full production. So Beyonce, Beyonce had a really good. Uh, I, I yeah. didn't think about that. Her, yeah, hers, and her, really and, uh, her and Bruno Mars. Yeah, they killed yeah. that. That one was yeah. that was yeah. really good. That was Beyonce amazing. came out. He had a ladies marching with her. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the way he does it, like there. Yeah. He was out there doing it, stepping hard. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? They were messing up, <laughs> messing up the turf. He was out there so, killing it. So, all right, so man, anyway, that was my. Out out there. Yeah, we had it out that's, there. That's it. I think it was good. I appreciate your list, man. That was, that was a good no list. Doubt. No doubt, man. You know yes, I man. So, uh, you know, I mean, I, I feel you. I, I would just say the only there was really not a change. I mean, you know, Prince and Prince and Michael Jackson have always been the battle, you know, through the eighties, eighties mm -hmm. uh, and nineties. It was always the battle of who the pop guy was because you had one guy that was the dance entertainer, you had the other person that was the instrumental entertainer, um, mm -hmm. and they was always battling it out um, all the time. So. Those, hey, that would have been the top two for me. So, you know, the Dre Bowl, recent, and, you know, it was it, it brought you back to, you know, seeing the the, the high school days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that, everybody was like, oh, that was, that's how I rocked in high school. Dre was doing his thing. You had all the people pretty much that run from, what, 93 to 2005? That was like that run all right there except for Kendrick. That was yeah. that run was that right there. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, everybody, all the people that was, uh, what, 25 to, well, 30, 30 to 40 years old, they was in the club. Yeah. <laughs> mm. At the club or a high school dance, and one of them songs was playing. You're you know right. You know what I'm saying? All the time, like, in there. Hey, so. hey, hey, 25 to 50, son. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't have to be in the club. Like, I mean, you were grown enough to not go to the club, but you was like, hey, I was I'm in the club. In there. You said bro. you said Fifty Cent told you to be in the club. He yeah, said, I'm in the club. Cent told, he the one told me get rich or die trying. I'm still trying, man. Well, Rosalie, are you gonna drop your QR code code here on the screen so we could uh, go in and? Take a yeah, picture of it yeah, and, and hit up them them uh fitness gear you got going on. I yeah. sure can. Yeah, <laughs> indubitably. Hold on. That would be good. I'm gonna put. You know what? I put it in the thread. Yeah, do that, the and then and then I can there share it on my page. Yeah, Probably I do. I put it. I put it in the, uh, in the thread. Don't be yeah. missing out on marketing opportunities, Rob. Of course, I, I, I don't play. We got a whole <laughs> podcast. Come on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's go. That's why that's why I sponsored by LGI Fitness, uh, baby. Let's go. I literally just I oh. literally just made this shirt earlier. It's nice. <laughs> I like it. Right before we got on the air, he was like, "Oh, need the shirt." Probably like probably about yeah. I was like, man, 
Yeah, that's the logo. <laughs> so that means appreciate that you can get those fast and quick. You can make them in an instant. Damn. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I'm getting saying? a lot of orders in, bro. I'm like, there I'm backed go. up right now. Get that, man. So that's get to me. You want to you want to get you a sweatshop in a minute? I know. I got one in the garage. I'm trying to get these kids to work. Oh, don't say that on air, man. That's abuse. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go down to Home Depot and get some of the news on the corner. Hey, man, come make some shirts. Look <laughs> at this shirt game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get the shirt game on. <laughs> I need you to make well, 150 shirts before two o'clock. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think we've met our time quota. So I um I really appreciate, of course, always my co-host coming through and we doing our thing. And always we uh enjoy the perspective. We gotta have the perspective on the show. So we really appreciate you stepping in, uh, Dr. Melissa. I'm just gonna go ahead and put it in the air. Dr. Yes. Melissa, I really appreciate uh you coming by and seeing us and hanging out with us one more again. Of course, uh, we'll be back mm-hmm. next week sometime, or we're just next gonna Sunday. push it. We're just gonna push it to the uh, well, not this coming Sunday, the next, the next Sunday. Sunday. So uh-huh. give us another week, cause I'm gonna be out of town. We got everybody got things going on, so we'll be back that uh, <laughs> that following Sunday. That will be the 26th. We'll be back oh. the 26th, and uh, hopefully we'll have we'll have some. We'll have some good news out there for you. We'll have some perspective. It may be the doc. It may not be the doc. It may be Aaliyah. Uh, well, Aaliyah needs Aaliyah. Aaliyah, the bartender, or it could be the doc out here. You know, uh, helping us out and doing things. So we really appreciate you guys out there. Make sure you click like, subscribe, and uh, come check us out. Put some comments out there and share. <laughs> share it out there to everybody yeah. out there, man. Um, if you enjoy the show and, and talk to us, let us know things you like about the show. Um, and, and we really appreciate you coming and hanging out with this here on the podcast. So, make it your podcast episode 41. Yes, and we out of here. Peace.